Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. So for those of you watching, clearly there's stuff going on here. I'm sat in a onesie. Um, For those of you not watching, sorry for you because you don't get to see this. But um, it's actually very apt, would that be the word, for, yeah, the topic that we're covering today. So the topic today for the podcast is no one has their shit together. And to be fair, this is the perfect example of we all have difficult days, difficult periods, difficult times, and I'm trying to figure out the way to make it work for me. So I'll kick straight in with my challenge of the week. So my challenge of the week this week is literally surviving because I felt fine, had a few things happen and I just thought, oh, I'm feeling a bit sad or this is a bit weird. And then all of a sudden I woke up feeling like I was in a depressive episode, which then triggered feelings from like the pandemic where like my mental health was super, super bad. And that was really scary. And I think I'm still getting used to the fact that like, my mental health is never 100% perfect. And there's just this reminder that no matter how good things are, it's a part of me. So yeah, my challenge of the week is surviving. Um, So yeah, I'll get straight into it. So this week, I wanted to talk about, well, actually, this wasn't even the planned one for this week. Um, But the reason I thought I wanted to do No One Has Their Crap Together is because I just... When I started feeling rubbish, I started to look at how I work, what my working day looks like, what my clients are like. And I'm trying to build the business around like me and my mental health. And sorry, I've got to have a cup of tea. Um, but yeah, because I'm trying to build my health around, sorry, my health, my business around my mental health, it can be really difficult because I think there's this level of toxic positivity that you just have to get up and get on with it and do it and then it'll be fine. But I find myself getting into this cycle of I have so much to do. I need to get it done. I have to get it done. And I use words like that, which are obviously quite specific and force me into the sense of like I'm not achieving anything. So when I'm telling myself, and mind you, this isn't even in just business, this is in life as well. Like I need to see my parents, I need to spend time with friends, I need to reply to messages. And for those of you that are waiting for messages from me, luckily my friends know what I'm like, but I apologize because yeah, it's a lot. But um, yeah, I, I just don't like that level of toxic positivity sometimes because sometimes you need to know how to kind of switch off. And I'm someone that is just so bad at switching off because one, one, funnily enough, one of my coping mechanisms is work. So I chuck myself into work when I'm not feeling great. And one of the reasons I started doing the solo dates earlier in the year, um, and if you follow me on social media, um, I'm on TikTok under F or a diary of a chick, depending on which account you want. One of them's just generic life where I look like this most of the time. One of them's with food. And then on Instagram, I'm F. But on Instagram especially, um, I was posting these solo dates where the focus was supposed to be on me getting to know myself, me doing things to make myself feel loved and special on my own, like to kind of have dates with my inner child. 
And um, I've lost my train of thought there straight away. Oh, that's also been another thing. So one of the things I noticed is, like, I've had symptoms for over a week now where I've been going, oh, my memory's worse than normal. Oh, I've not been sleeping very well. Oh, I don't have much of an appetite. Like, these are all, like, classic signs of depression. And, like, this might only be, like, a light depressive episode, but it always makes me laugh how it turns up as, like, a surprise. And yet, like, I've been aware of the symptoms, but I just never put them together so apologies if like this keeps happening i'll trail off and I'll, I'll come back but i think what i was trying to say is that um no i can't even remember what i was trying to say i'm just going to move on then if it comes back we'll do that but yeah i'm trying to build my life around what works for me and oh that's what i was saying so basically around kind of like the whole trying to get to know myself with the solo dates it's also the fact that I don't know when to shut off. I don't know when to just say, my body's not feeling it. Take some time off. You do you. So, <clears throat> um, sorry if it's too much information, but periods and your hormones and cycles, obviously, all this comes into it as well. And half the time you just think, oh, is it because of that? But then your periods can induce levels of depression and anxiety and other different things. So I think as a woman, it's just really difficult sometimes to know what's happening and where some feelings are coming from and i think that's why maybe sometimes depressive warnings are missed because you think oh i'm all right and then you're like oh it'd be maybe because of my period i'll be fine and then you go actually no like because that's contributed to it like that's one of the things that's also triggering you and then obviously other things happen in life and it's hard to deal with so for me where work is my coping mechanism i'm not supposed to turn to work when i feel like that which ironically today I suppose today I'm showing up because I want to show up in my authentic way in a way that I'm where I'm practicing what I preach because yes I'm currently working by recording this and I've recorded a bit of content beforehand but I'm trying to find ways to make myself feel better when I'm not feeling great by doing something that I love and that inspires a bit of passion but at the same time when I do say I'm going to shut off I shut off or I'm practicing that when the, the days come where I do need to completely just sit and have a cup of tea, stick some movies on, have a little cry, watch the notebook, do whatever I need to do, then I've got the time to do that myself. And I think, I suppose getting back into it, like a relationship has made it easier to deal with mental health because it's really easy to kind of, not forget, but you're focusing on a lot of other positives. So I find that normally when, like I leave G, I leave my parents or like I'm sat on my own after I've not been feeling great. That's when I really have the time to kind of sit and reflect on how I've been feeling. And one thing, especially working within social media, being on Instagram, and again, this applies to whether you are in business or it's just life. One thing that really gets to me sometimes is just how, still how life is portrayed online and how it looks perfect. And funnily enough, I was with a client last week and we were talking about, again, toxic positivity, what things look like online, showing up as your authentic self, and just the fact that even when you are showing up as your authentic self, like I might post something that's talking about my mental health right now, but that's still a snapshot of 15, 20, 30 seconds, a minute, up to three minutes, depending on what platform I'm going to be on. But either way, that's still a snapshot of a day. You might see me talking to a camera. I might come straight off this and just feel the need to cry. 
I might come off this and feel actually I feel a little bit better. I can tackle something else in the day. Maybe I can go and have a soak and do other things and be productive. So you never really see the full picture. And in the podcast that I did with Sarah Lou, and even when I was talking to Sarah Lou, I, don't, I can't remember what parts I'd covered in the podcast and what parts we talked about. But Sarah Lou had talked about how she wants to create content that is about being someone in the middle. So it's not about being in the worst position in the world or in the best position in the world. You don't have to be in the perfect relationship or completely single and, and feeling sad. You don't have to be earning six, seven figures a week or whatever, a month. Um, you also don't have to be completely broke. And that's resonated with me so much. So there's something I've always kind of been aware of, but even just thinking about it in terms of how she brought it up, I thought that's such a good point because in what I try and do, like I do try and be as much of my authentic self as possible because at the end of the day, the more honest I am, the more I get people that subscribe to me as a person. And that's how I make my living. That's how I have a business. That's how I make money. Because if I, again, if I was being fake to keep that facade up all the time, you can't keep that up. No one has the capacity to be able to keep that up for so long and it just becomes draining. So in my mind, I'd rather just be my authentic self and talk about my life and show you little clips of the things I get up to day to day. Yes, some things might be planned, but in general, that's what I try and do because, again, that's me. But that's where even on days like today where I'm recording this podcast and especially if you're watching it, you can see I am, like I've not done my hair. I've not had a shower. I'm sat, actually, I'm sat in my mum's onesie. So it's, sorry, mum, this is going to go in the wash. But again, like, I thought if I'm trying to create content for the people to know that it's okay to be who they are and be authentically them, why wouldn't I do that? Like, I don't, of course, like you have the worry about being judged and whatever else. But if you're going to judge me, like people judge all the time anyway, like for stupid things. So I don't particularly care about being judged negatively, especially if maybe one person out of this is going to listen to this or see this and think, do you know what? Great. Like I can be myself. I can be honest about how I really feel because at the end of the day, that's what it really is. Because again, no one has their crap together. I am surrounded by amazing, amazing, amazing people people that are successful, people that are wealthy, people that thrive and are great at what they do. And yet on a certain level, they're dealing with things that they find really, really difficult. So on the outside looking in, like one of the things my dad always says, like my dad has some great Satans. And I don't know if I'm going to say like the same rights, I'm just going to paraphrase, but it's about how, um, like you live in a glass house and people look from the outside in, they don't see how much of an effort you make to be where you are. And um, this conversation came up because I was talking about like my journey in the business and especially in marketing and what I do and the type of clients that I work with. And dad was talking about the fact that at the end of the day, people don't see the long hours that you work. So for example, last night I was up till three o'clock, half three in the morning, because I found it really difficult to work yesterday. I worked during the day and I had a few meetings, but it got to a point where I just, I shut down. And then I'm currently mum and dad. So mum and dad then came home and I just wanted to sit with them for a little bit. So I did. And then I went to the kitchen with my dad and we cooked. So that was a good few hours where I just shut off for a little bit. But then 
I felt guilty, which I need to stop doing because I always get things done. But in my mind, I felt guilty. So here I am. I need to, I know that I'm productive like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So let me go do some work and maybe we'll stay up to like one o'clock before I knew it was three o'clock in the morning. And great, I, I did get stuff done that made me feel better. And I was planning on having a lay-in, but I'm still not sleeping well. So the lay-in didn't work very well. But that is another example of how I'm trying to kind of make my business and life fit how I'm working because I'm learning, like I, I've always known, and I've, like, I've, I think I've talked about this before, I've always known that I work better at night. It's been like that since I did my GCSEs or A-levels. And I suppose in business, sometimes it's difficult because if you've got client stuff to do, um, it's not as easy to kind of plan your day. But that's where I'm finding, actually, it's up to me how I show up. It's up to me how I work because I'm building something that is for me so that it's easier for me. So even when I work with my clients, I talk about, um, so I started doing this um, new package where we spend the day creating content because half the time, most people know what they do and know what they want to do, but they just get in the heads. And I've had a few of these days with clients where we've just spent the day creating content, recording stuff, planning things. And they absolutely love doing that. But that's the day that then makes me feel super exhausted. So the day after, I can't do any work. So I've learned that, like the day after, just block it out. Um, I've learned, again, like I'm saying, if I work at night, I should have a lane in the morning. So my morning is just completely blocked off. I'm learning that the clients that I need to be getting are clients that, of course, if there's stuff that needs doing day to day and it needs urgency, there's someone within my team that they can be in touch with if that's not going to be me. Or if it's a particular client where I'm working with other people within the team, we've got it set up so that they know that particular days I'm not available. And it's just sometimes I find it really crazy to think that I forget that I'm creating the rules. And I suppose this is for everyone else. Like we are creating the rules of our own, la own lives. Yes, things are difficult and things can be really hard to get your head around sometimes, but whether that's in love, in business, in life in general, it's on us to see what we want and how we want that to be done. If someone's not, obviously, like, don't, if, if you're in a job, like, you don't want to jeopardize your job, but you do need to sit there and think, is what I'm doing serving me? Because if it's not, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And actually, we're getting to 15 minutes. So how am I really? Obviously, we're covering this right now. So I'm going through a bit of a depressive episode. And I know I'm going to be fine, but it's just something that I suppose I just need to get through. And I will get through it because, yeah, I always do. And I've got amazing people around me that make me feel better, that support me, that cook for me, that do the things that I need. Sometimes without even realizing when I need it. Um, so that's how I really am and do you know what I'm just living on that truth and accepting it for what it is um, do you know what at the beginning it was really scary when I realized that like it felt like a really bad depressive episode because I started crying and I was like why am I crying and I sat and thought about it and I was like oh like where did this come from but yeah I suppose it is what it is I suppose if you'd have asked me yesterday if I was trying to do this yesterday I would not have been able to say it but yeah, that's how I am, really. Um, so yeah, carrying on. So I think when it, sometimes I even look back, obviously just before this bit, I was talking about 
the types of clients that I work with in types of um like how I set up kind of my day but even with you can see the people that I've had on the post on the podcast so far those are people that are very kind of similar to me that we've got some shared values in the sense that are we all overthinkers yeah everyone that's been on the podcast so far is an overthinker to an extent and has their own uh, talks about their own mental health in different ways but it's very clear that they don't always have their stuff together and i suppose it's also looking at those types of people because everyone i've had so far that um i suppose obviously g is my partner but the rest of people that i've worked with and the ones that you'll see in the like the next few weeks are people that have been on my journey at some point in business in life with my mental health so we'll always come back to the mental health side of things but i think it's nice for me to kind of look back and think thank god that i am doing i'm making the right steps to help myself because i think sometimes you can be so difficult on yourselves especially when you've got such a high expectation of the things that you should be doing and how you should be that you just i'm saying you i'm it, me i expect things to be perfect i expect things to work really well but what I am really practicing, especially at the moment, whilst I'm feeling the way that I do, is just looking at what is going on around me and how things are working within the business, within, like, with my clients. And funnily enough, the more that I focus on doing things in a way that suits me, I can even see how that's benefiting my clients. Like, I've had three clients this week, in the last week um with posts that have started to go semi-viral or viral and like there's no clear equation to and i'm talking about obviously clients within the kind of social media and that's not that the goal is to be viral but they want some brand awareness they want to practice leveling up their content they want to be better at what they do so even though there's no blueprint to this is what you do and this is how it's going to work as i've been feeling the way that i do and i focus on doing things in a way that's easier for me i pass on those tips to my clients and it works for them and that's why i sit and i'm like clearly i do know what i'm talking about clearly i know like i'm i'm a people person like I, i'm good at reading people trauma but um Again, it's looking at some of the negative things out of life and going, where are these positives? And like I've said, I've just joked about trauma and that's not something to have like a big joke about. But when it comes to trauma, I am really good at reading people. So I know how, I know like even when they're talking to me, what makes them comfortable? I know what's making them feel uncomfortable. I know kind of what to say and do and how to plan things, especially within work so that things are becoming easier for them. And that's something that I think I take for granted sometimes because I think, oh, well, it's, it's easy, it's straightforward. No, it's not. Like, I don't need to have, I think we, we also, like, I look sometimes and I'm like, oh, it'd be great if I had like 10, 20,000 followers because then it's easier to get money coming in. But no, because when I'm passing on those things, all the advice to my clients and to friends and to whatever else about just doing little things that make life easier, I then look and I'm like, okay, I'm doing those things, but those things mean that I've got people that are open with me. I've got people that engage with my stuff on social media. 
and it's my engagement all these years that's got me the work that I've done. I wouldn't have CF Marketing, the marketing agency, if it wasn't for my engagement because on Instagram, I don't even have 5,000 followers. I dip in and out of different platforms. I go and pick and choose the ones that suit me. So I spend a lot of time on Twitter, for example. And recently I noticed that since I started kind of moving away, I've gone back to TikTok, but I've got a backup account where I sit like this and I just talk in the morning and just create silly videos, but just stuff that makes me happy. And then I've got one that's curated, like that's for food. And then obviously there's Instagram that's a bit more curated. But again, all these different platforms I have, I earn money from all those places. I get clients from all those places because I suppose they see me being authentic. They see me being me. They see me being honest. They see me having fun. And you can't fake that. And I think, to be fair, I feel like this this podcast is really, for, like, this is so for me. Because no one does have the crap together. And even when I don't have my crap together, I'm still doing all right. I'm still doing quite well. So why am I so difficult on myself? And of course, it'd be great to be earning six, seven, eight figures a month to be doing all these things. But I am really lucky. And I'm, yeah, lucky in life in the people I've got around me. So a reminder for everyone, whether you are struggling, obviously it's getting to like autumn and winter, our moods are going to dip because the weather's going to be a bit rubbish. Life's just going to be a bit different. I know people are stressing over like the economy and there are things that we can't control. But no matter what happens, remember, no one's got their crap together. So if you need help, reach out. If you want someone to talk to, reach out. If you don't even know where to start from, reach out. Like I talked in a previous podcast, I was talking to G about the fact that like he's someone, like him and my brother, like they're people that sometimes I don't even know what I'm trying to articulate. I'll just pick up the phone because I know that they're my safe spaces. I'll pick up the phone and I'll say, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what I'm trying to say to you. Maybe I need advice. I don't know yet. Let me say what I need to say and then we can figure it out. And that's where they're great. Like my best friends, I've got best friends that I talk to in different ways, like Fran, like love, I love you, Fran. Fran's always sharing about like everything that I do as well. But me and Fran talk on Snapchat and it's just a quick check-in nearly every day, but that's how it's been for years. One of my oldest friends, I've got Harvey, Harvey, like with Harvey, I just disappear and I feel really guilty. Um, But Harvey will check in on me. We'll have calls where we catch up for ages. Whenever I go back home to England, like we catch up and it's, always great I've got Isla no matter what I could text Isla at any time of the day night and this is someone that will be there I have sat and cried and had the deepest conversations and this is someone that knows me in such a way that sometimes I'm like isn't it crazy how someone can know you so well like she reminds me so much of well G reminds me of Isla as well because the relationship that I have I think that some of the ways that we bond there's a, there's a similar way but yeah I think it's also about knowing the people in your corner, but it's not even just about, like, I've just picked out three people in my life, or I suppose a few more, but people in my life that do distinctive things that help me. But I also have an online community. Like I said, I've got TikTok where I go and I just talk about random things because I don't want sometimes the world that knows me to see what I'm going through. Sometimes I go on Twitter because that's my brain and people interact. And I suppose, yeah, the point to that is, find a way that works for you don't listen to the negative thoughts don't listen to the negative people take time off when you need to take time off 
wallow when you need to wallow, cry when you need to cry, take time for yourself when you need to take time for yourself, don't be toxically positive, but at the same time, find ways to move forward, don't give up. So I started doing this thing where you imagine like the person you want to be, you imagine that you're them. So when I'm not feeling motivated, and I think this has kind of been helping as well, because I'm like, okay, the person that I want to be has their crap together a little bit, but they do things on their terms. And that's why I'm now more comfortable with working at night. That's why I'm now more comfortable with sitting in my onesie whilst I record a podcast and talk to the world about how mental health is really bad and I've just been sat crying for a few days. All these things, um, like that has really helped me with all, like to realize all those things. So if that also helps you, then I hope it does. But yeah, let me know if you've got any tips on things that do help you because I just find it really interesting how people kind of motivate themselves and keep themselves going. But sometimes it's really simple things. Sometimes it's just shut off. Like last week I talked about like I was having really, really bad period pains. I was starting to feel really like sad. I was really guilty and there was someone on Twitter that was like, when I feel like that, I get a book, wrap myself up on the sofa and I just sack the day off. I think it's slightly difficult when you are working for yourself, but obviously um, I mean that in the sense that like for me right now, time is money. Like if I'm not working, I'm not getting paid for most of the stuff that I am doing. But at the same time, she was right because I'd spent all day panicking. Then I gave myself a few hours where I said, right, you know that probably at like 10, 11 o'clock, you're going to be fine. So wait until then. And that's what I did. So yeah, no one has a crap together. No one needs to have the crap together. We can figure this out and we can work through it together because that's the world. We're all going through the same things, sadly, and the ups and the downs. So I'll just wrap that up with my win of the week. My win of the week is showing up as my authentic self, is showing up when I'm feeling absolutely rubbish knowing that I'm going to feel better at some point. I'll look back at this and I'll be like, yay, proud of myself for doing it. And hopefully I helped at least one person out there go, do you know what? Maybe I can do this. So thank you as always for watching, for listening, for supporting. I am loving doing these. I'm loving the interaction I'm getting with these. And yeah, I can't wait to do more. So I hope you can like, subscribe, set notifications, do what you need to do. And I will see you next week. Oh, I just realized this time next week, I will be, or when, when you're listening to this, it'll be my birthday. I'm going to be 29. I'm going to be 29. Wild. Anyway, thriving. Yeah, I was just, I was going to laugh because I was like thriving. Yeah, we are. We are. Anyway, um, I will see you next week. Have a lovely week, lovely day, evening, whatever you're doing. Take care. Bye.